welcome to this episode of the Horror Drafts Podcast. I'm your co-host, Brantley Palmer, joined as always by my fellow co-host, Mr. Nicholas Schwartz. Nick, how are you doing? Doing great, Brantley. How are you today? I am doing pretty darn good as well. Excellent. Excellent. Well, uh, it is my pleasure to introduce our guest tonight. I'm very excited. We have New Hampshire-based musician, horror film and wrestling fan, and the vocalist for deathcore death metal band Fabricator on tonight. And also, interesting note for longtime listeners, um, our very first guest, Corey Stevens, who uh, drafted the Friday the 13th franchise with us. Uh, he made a uh, Friday the 13th fam, fan film in 2007 based on Eric Morse's novel um, Mother's Day, the first in the Camp Crystal Lake series. And our guest, Corey Lucas, stars as Paul in that movie. Uh, so it's come full circle. And not only was Corey Stevens our very first guest, but longtime listeners, I said longtime listeners, I think our longest time listener of all is Corey Lucas, who is on our show tonight. I think he might be our number one fan. Um, so Corey, thank you for all of your hours listening and your support of the show and for, uh, for coming on tonight. I'm really psyched. We finally get to have you on here. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I, I listen every week. It's, uh, been waiting to do it for a while. Uh, should be a good time. Yeah. Hardcore listener. I love, I, I do a lot of driving for at work. So listen to a lot of podcasts. You guys are definitely in the rotation whenever there's a new episode. Awesome. Oh, I love to hear that. It means a lot. Yeah, we Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it feels good, you know, being, you know, also in Mother's Day too. <laughs> that was a good time. Yeah, Paul I hope Sa- that's cool Paul I mentioned Saxton. that. Yes. Oh, right, right, right. I'm sorry. I didn't say the full name. That's uh, all good. Was the rest of that intro okay? Did I did I get it accurate? Oh, you nailed it. I was oh, going to cry. I was going to cry. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, well, Corey, you, uh, like a lot of our guests do, you brought tonight's category to us. Um, do you want to introduce it and tell us why you picked it? Yeah, sure. Uh, so we're doing action horror movies. Obviously I'm a big action fan, probably more than I am horror, which I'm a really big horror fan. So I thought this would be fun. Just, you know talking about you know you get a little action and also with the horror too as well and i just figured be fun to do with you guys i think it'd be a good listen for people you know people like action movies so a lot of people probably don't know about like what we think is like an action horror movie you know there's a lot of different things you could add to make a action horror movie you know i'm choosing you know you gotta have guns you gotta have the violence pretty much yeah I don't know, just f- more like the fun, the fun horror, you know, where mm-hmm. you could introduce it to somebody who's not really a horror fan, but, you know, you can guide them in and be like, hey, it's, you know, it's got a little bit more of an action if you're not really into horror yet. And that's how I see it. Nice. Cool. Yeah, that's, I was going to ask you what your criteria were. If you had to, you will be, as our guests always are, you have the power to veto any pick as our commissioner. So how would you roughly set the stage for what you would consider acceptable for action horror tonight guns swords sword fights explosions good maybe car chases you know there's you know there's some good movies out there that are horror i would consider horror thrillers you know with action you know cars and stuff pretty much that you know just go maybe a little over the top 
Okay, awesome. Well, you know, it's it's it, you know it's gotta it's gotta have the freakiness to it too, though. You know how I would see it. You know, it's gotta have something that's gonna make you you know scared. You know, shit your pants type shit. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, all right. I, I'm not I'm not gonna be too picky. Okay, you know, it, was, it was kind of well, a you hard can list. be. It was kind of a hard list. Oh, trust me. There, there's like maybe one or two that I could be like, no, nah, I'm not gonna accept that. But I'm pretty lenient. <laughs> It's been a long, it's been a long couple of weeks just refreshing some of these movies and just watching mm-hmm. the newer stuff because it's obviously October. So yeah. been diving into like real horror movies, not just action horror movies. Yeah. Yes. This is our first episode for October. Um That's true. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you broke down your criteria because I'm like I had written down so many action horror movies, and then I'm like looking at my list. I'm like, okay, does this have enough guns or 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 swords or like knives or something, or is this too much hand to hand kind of you know fighting? Oh, so. hand to hand, you know, absolutely. If it's in okay. there, okay, <laughs> all right, gotcha. Uh, it's a it's a you know, it, I thought my list was good, and I was like going over it today, and I was just like, oh, I don't know about this one, but then I like thought about it more, and I was like, okay, you know, that movie that that's horror too. That's I'm not going to spill the beans yet, but you know. Sure. Yeah, it's uh, like when I, when I approached it, I was thinking more of like, what are the really like action-packed horror movies? And then I have to be like, well, is there enough horror to yeah. deem that you know, or enough action? It's like I was like trying to find the balance, I guess, between the. It's sort of like you know horror comedies, Nick. When we did that with Bronze Door, it was the know? same struggle. Absolutely, yeah, yes. exactly. Yep. Um. So this will be interesting. I'm excited. I, I'm I'm really excited to to um, get into it and to to see kind of where you guys went in terms of what were some of the ones on your list or the ones that you'll draft highly. So I think without further ado, we should just we should get right let's, into this draft, huh? Yeah, let's dive in. All right. Well, as listeners know, uh, before we started this record, we roll our trusty four sided die, Corey. Uh, is going to be taking the first spot in the draft. Then it will be me. Then it will be Nick. But of course, as all listeners know, that just means that Nick gets to have that back-to-back with the first pick of the second round. So to kick off episode 30, action horror films, Corey Lucas, you are now on the clock, sir. All right. The Dirty 30 episode. Nice. That's it. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) All right. So this was a tough one. I had obviously two picks for number one. Like it was really hard to determine. I'm like, these probably are going to go first. These first two, I think are going to go really quick, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go with predator. John McTiernan predator, 1987. Excellent. I had a feeling pick. that was going to come, come pretty. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, the movie's freaky. I remember I watched it at a very, very young age, like a lot of movies I probably shouldn't have. And obviously the predator freaks you out in this movie. It is, it's scary. And I judge trying being like, is it a horror movie? And I was just like, yes, it is. It's straight horror. No matter how much action it is, which there is a lot of action. Mm-hmm. A lot of action. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, this is the perfect crew of like guys just going into the jungle, fucking shit up and just looks good. There's no CGI, obviously. And, you know, you got an alien that you don't really see for a long time. And it just freaks you out. And the score freaks you out a lot. You know, I really thought the score's perfect. 
whole movie's perfect. It's, it's in my top three favorite movies of all time. So I'm glad I got the, I'm glad I got the number one pick at least for this. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to argue against Predator as kind of the definitive action horror film of all yeah. time. I mean, it's got the gnarly stuff. It's got tons of action. It's got action stars in it like Arnold and uh carl weathers and stuff like that so it's jesse ventura jesse, jesse ventura, ventura of yeah. course yeah <laughs> the story's I mean, just about making the movies great you know, oh yeah yeah the scene stuff and, yeah and like john claude van damme he was like the original predator for mm-hmm. like maybe a oh, that's right or and uh the suit was bad for that so i'm glad they didn't go with that one yeah, wasn't it like kind of that? Wasn't it just like a rumor for the longest time until finally a photo surfaced of Jean Claude Van Damme under the, like the Predator uh, mask and everything? <laughs> yeah, and that that was it. Could have been more goofier than that because he probably was gonna do like karate and stuff. I would assume. Yeah, is he is? Did they actually shoot with that? Oh, was yeah. it like a Back to the Future situation? They started and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, was, he, I think he was complaining a lot about the suit being too hot and everything okay so yeah just kind of be i don't think being like a drama queen i really don't i think it was early in his career so he wasn't like i don't think he did too many films yet maybe like kickboxer like was his biggest one so i don't know how they would have promoted that movie if you know him being like a bigger star like you know years later on if he if he stayed in it but they did a smart choice getting uh what's it i forgot the guy's name who plays the predator yeah, me too. Oh, Kevin Peter Hall. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Freaky, freaky movie, but just action packed. Glad. Oh, yeah. It should be number one. Freaked me out as a kid, and then later on, just watching, getting more into action movies. You know, I accepted it. I watched it young, <laughs> real young. <laughs> <laughs> that is an excellent pick, sir. Excellent Nick. first choice. Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything more to add. I mean, it's just like. What what more is there to say about Predator? I mean, it's exactly. just so fantastic. Yeah, even the sequels. Yeah. Sequels are great too. Yeah, most. Yeah, most. I'd say the majority of them are are pretty are, are strong entries. I mean, nothing compares to the first, obviously, but yeah, yeah. Some of the, a bunch of the sequels I think are pretty strong. Predator Two is just as action packed as one, close to it. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say I, I'm not sure that this is going to be the last time this winds up on the list tonight. <laughs> might, we'll see. It might it might be number two for me if it doesn't go. <laughs> uh, excellent. Well, that is the first pick off of the board. I am now on the clock with the second pick, and you know this is interesting because I had two big films uh, at the top of the list. That, that I thought at least would be drafted early. Predator, of course, being number one. But when I look at the film I have number two on the list in terms of ones I think it would be highly sought after, I got to say there's another film I'd rather draft above that. Uh, this is a John Carpenter film starring Rowdy Roddy Piper. And oh, that man. is... <laughs> They live. <laughs> awesome. I mean, there is a there is a fight scene in this film that takes place for probably ten percent of the runtime of the movie. It's so damn long. Not to mention the shotgun that he carries into the bank. And I came here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of gum. Or what exactly? You know, right? Did I did I yep. mess that up? I always second I've come, guess myself. I've come here to chew gum. And kick ass. Okay. Yeah. It's it's one of the I just saw, it, yeah. I just I just went and saw it in the theater like three or four weeks ago. 
Nice. <laughs> I always second guess myself right after I say like a factual statement or like a quote or something. Cause I just immediately think I fucked it up. Uh, and yeah. it's you know, since it's being recorded. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think some might hear that title and think, well, that's not the most actiony of action horror films. It's not the most horrific of horror films. It's arguably, you know, more in the sci-fi camp or whatever, but I think it straddles the line of all three. And I think it rides that line fairly well, but I oh, guess I... technically I got to go to the commissioner for approval here. Oh, hundred percent action. It was, it was in one of my, it was in my list. Nice. I don't know what to pick, but it was in, it was in like the big draft list. So okay. Absolutely. 100%. Happy to happy to hear it. And uh, I'm happy to take They Live there with the uh, second pick in the draft. Uh, I'll open the floor to either of you if there's anything you two want to add about the film. Yeah, uh, the fight scene that you're talking about with Roddy Piper and Keith David, that was like legit. They just kept filming and like it went for, it's like I think a whole six minutes of them. The whole shot is just six minutes with no cuts of them just beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. Oh, so great. Piper, you know, Piper was like, I know how to do this. I'm a wrestler. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't need no stunt man. <laughs> yeah, no, great movie. Yeah, just saw it, just saw it in the theaters for, was it the 35th anniversary or 30th anniversary? I think 35th, because right, it wasn't, isn't this 88? Yeah. Right? So that would make sense for the 35th. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was oh, a good time great. seeing it in the theater. I was, I was hyped. Nice. Yeah, I will say like back when I used to go to horror conventions, I, I met Roddy Roddy Piper at uh, one and he was right up there with one of the best, you know, kindest, most gracious people I've ever met at a convention. I That's mean, he cool. has. Yeah, he I mean, he has the like persona and like, you know, that that charisma that you're sort of drawn to, but like super nice, like kind guy and everything and was just really awesome. So he was one of the best experiences I had um, meeting celebrities at a, at a horror convention. So I got to give it up for uh, Rowdy for that. That's cool. That's nice. awesome. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's my first round pick. But Nick, you are now on the clock with the final pick of the first round. Okay, let's do this. I am going to pick. I have two choices up top, and they're both kind of related. And one of them, I have a feeling, will be picked, regardless of whether I snatch it up here. But I'm going to draft with my heart, and I'm going to go with one that... Corey, you, you might have something to say about this one. I'm not sure. I, this is very, very, very much a stretch in terms of horror, I think. But I was going to go with Dark Man. Sam Raimi's Dark Man, which is clearly based on like the Universal monsters and the Invisible Man and stuff. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's not really, really wow. a horror I, movie. But... I haven't watched. I haven't heard that name in a long time, but I probably watched it a few years ago. So yeah, no, absolutely, it's a freaky movie, and it's got definitely the action in it. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, it's a good. I mean, it's a it's a comic book movie through and through just not based on a comic book but uh, that's i mean graphic novel yeah i mean well it wasn't based on anything but it should like it should be it's just like that was sam raimi gearing up for spider-man 10 years in advance i think 12 years in advance um i love this movie um in fact the reason i first saw it was because i, I read about it in a horror uh, horror movie book when i was younger so they thought it was horror so i'm gonna go ahead and just trust them but uh yeah, I've loved this movie for a long time, and uh, I actually have not seen the third one, but even the sequel, the second one is pretty good, too. Um, but, you know, this is 
classic Sam Raimi. Um, and uh, and he did this movie and another one back to back that probably might be drafted here. Um, and they're both fantastic. So I don't think I ever seen the third one. Is the second one with Arnold Vosloo from The Mummy? Or is he in the first one? Sounds right. Let's look it up. If you don't know the answer to that. Yeah, that's a good I question. only saw the second one once. It was definitely direct to video. Um and I think two and three came out like a year apart, maybe. Yeah, they were really close together, I think. I haven't seen the third one either, and I haven't seen either the first Darkman or the second in a long time. So I unfortunately can't add too much to the conversation here. Although I remember really enjoying the first Darkman quite a bit. Yeah, it's probably been Arnold like... Vosler, yeah. And the well, second one. one. Yep. Okay. Wow. Holy crap. Nice. Good, great memory, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a while. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Yep. He takes the uh, place of Liam Neeson in part okay, so, two. No, wow. I remember I, I, I remember bits and pieces of that one. Also, I mean, this is like, I'm not sure if that's exactly the first. I think it is. This might be the first Liam Neeson revenge movie. And that's all he does now. It took him like 15 years to come back around to it, but here he is again. And he's That's still all. making them. He is. There's one on, there's one on, there's a new one on Prime every friggin' month. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the right. commuter, the commuter, the renter. Right. Uh, <laughs> the babysitter. <laughs> I'll still watch them, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, good pick. I gotta, I do, I gotta watch uh, Dark Man. Again, like I said, it's probably been like three or five years. I think it was on like Max at one point. Yeah, yeah. Good, good pick, Nick. That's uh, all right. I wasn't ex- I wasn't expecting that. I didn't even put that in my list. So, and well, I- yeah, I don't. It, it was a stretch, but thank you. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought I had it on my list, but now that I look at it, I don't think I do. And I think I maybe just didn't write it down because it had been so long since I'd seen it. But great pick, Nick. You are back on the clock here because you have the first pick of the second round. Okay, well, you know what? Um, I forgot that I had back-to-back, so I will go right to that second movie that I was alluding to, which I think fits well because the final shot of Darkman is a shot of of a man who stars in Sam Raimi's next movie, Army of Darkness, which is my pick for number two. Great pick. Great pick. Thanks. Knew that would be high on your list. Yeah. Yep, I had a feeling that was going to go quick and probably from you. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is honestly my least watched of the Evil Dead trilogy. Um, really? But whenever yeah. I watch it, it's always, you know, obviously it's always a blast. I don't know what it is about it. It's like one of the ones that I can't, like I can watch the first two, you know, on loop forever. Um, okay. I don't know what it is about the third one, but I have to be in the right mood. But it's uh, obviously an incredible movie. It's hilarious and straddles the line of horror comedy horror action i think it was picked on horror comedy when we drafted yeah, yeah. so yeah but still it's got the action too classic it was top one in my list i think that was definitely the first uh for the evil dead series that i saw i think that's true of a lot of people i feel like yeah, that's I think the, it's the uh, most gateway. approachable for sure yeah yeah and it and was it, like universal released it so i think it was probably the most widely released and yeah the most widely played on TV, I would imagine, because it's definitely the least violent of the three. Yeah, you know? that, that's why, because I remember I would watch it like coming home from after school, staying at my Nana's house and like being like eight or nine watching it. You know, I was still kind of, you know, at that point, he's still a little freaky and everything, though. But 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, that would be a terrifying movie if I had seen it when I was eight or nine. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I saw Chucky when I was like five. My cousin showed it to me. Messed me up. <laughs> yeah yeah i bet <laughs> messed me it's up too young <laughs> yeah oh man the 80s the 80s yeah. and early 90s our parents remember i would rent movies at the vhs store like six or seven rated r and they'd be like Are you, does your mom say it's okay i'd be like yep and they'd be like all right you can rent them I'd be like wow <laughs> i think about that now just going holy shit yeah <laughs> yep yeah good picnic awesome thank pick. you yeah, oh, appreciate it. I could watch. I could watch that movie once a month. I, I mean, probably, it's a, it's an absolute classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's why it's funny. It's funny you say you you have to be in the mood for it because I feel like I need to be more in the mood for like the first Evil Dead or Evil Dead Two. Whereas Army of Darkness, I feel like I could throw on anytime it's just because it's so you know fun and it's yeah, it's just like I don't know. It's more approachable to me than the first or second film, I guess. Yeah, I don't know why that is. That's interesting. Yeah. No. Great. They make man. great. They make great toys for Army of Darkness and Evil Dead. Well, they do. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yes, I think the only action figure I have for many horror movies is uh, from Army of Darkness, just sitting right up there. Oh, nice. awesome! One of the old McFarlane ones, I think. I was just going to ask if it was one of the McFarlane yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, I had the Evil Ash, and uh, oh, nice. Yeah, still in the packaging and everything and all that. Yeah, mine's oh, yeah. unopened. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Well, Nick, you kicked off the second round, but now I'm on the clock with my second round choice. I had a feeling if I went with They Live in the first round, this might still be kicking around come the second round. And this is the other film I had in the top two there. I'm going to take Aliens from James Cameron. Nice. Ah. I... Yep. Uh, I was wondering if you thought maybe you'd be able to get to snag it there in the second, Corey. That was maybe going to go another route. <laughs> that was linger. It was that was good. either Predator or Aliens was one or two. One yeah. or two. Yep. Son that's that's how I had him too, and uh, I, I thought I'd have a chance to get it here in the second, and it turned out uh, to be the case. I mean, look, you know, the first Alien is unbelievable. I still prefer it over Aliens, but if it comes to an actual action horror film, I mean, Aliens has that balance perfectly of the action and the horror together. It is awesome. And, I mean, you got Bill Paxton in here. You got Space Marines. I mean, multiple aliens. I mean, what isn't what isn't there to love about this film? Um, I've heard some people say they don't like it. I've heard them say it's bad and stuff, and I don't get it. I think it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Same here. Like, I know there's a few people that, yeah, don't like it. I'm just like, how? How? Yeah. I mean, it literally has everything. It's, it's great. It's got the action. It's got the comedy. It's adventure, horror. You know, mm-hmm. that movie will freak you out. Ah, James Cameron. Knock yeah. that one out! Knock that one out of the park. Comes Absolutely. out on. A, they're finally gonna get a, do a 4K of it. Can't wait. I just saw today that there's like a list of his like films that are finally gonna get yep. like not just 4K but like HD releases. Like yeah, I think True Lies was on that. True Lies list never got released. Yeah, and The Abyss too. I don't think either one of them ever got an HD official release, and now I think they have. Well, uh, True 4K Lies listings did internationally. Oh, I internationally, think. that's right. And yeah, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh. 
it did get a 1080i release on uh, D Theater DVHS. Oh. I happen to have that copy. Um, that is one of the, my, my prized possessions. Yeah. So. How could I forget the D Theater DVHS release? It's an official release. It is. I'm not saying it's not, but when it comes to HD formats, that's probably like the least memorable one. So, oh, for sure. But I, I do apologize. I'm sorry, True Lies. How about The Abyss? I don't think The Abyss had been, right? I don't think so. No, I don't yeah. think the abyss has been, unless it was also on DVHS. Yeah, or like I don't an, think it an was international Blu-ray that I just don't yeah. recall or anything. I saw that report today too with like all those three movies. True, I mean, True Lies that's been in the pipeline for a while. Yeah, yeah. well, it's the one that's been on the list that everyone's wanted like for forever, and it's just never, never happened. It's one of the only DVDs that I still have. Like, cause I transferred so much over to 4k and Blu-ray and I probably own like three real DVDs and true lies is still one of them. The ratio is friggin' horrible. Oh, oh it's, um, <laughs> it was pre, um, what is that called? Why can't I even think of what it's called it anymore? Pre, it's like so... pre, like official, like, uh, 1781, like 16 by nine. They just letterboxed it and shit. Yeah. Yeah. What do you it's call small. it when it's, yeah. When it's like. Oh, anamorphic. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pre-anamorphic DVD release. It was when they would release the 4.3 version with the letterboxing. So, yeah, yeah. if you wanted to fill your screen, you got to zoom it in, um, which was an option on TVs for a long time. It may still be, but yeah, then it looks like garbage. So, or you could ask Dave Conti for his Plex account. He's got an HD rip <laughs> on there. <laughs> I hope it's sourced from the D Theater re- DVHS release. Probably that would is. be wonderful. I know they, they had it on. They had it on HBO Max. I don't know if he got it from that or something, but you know. oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. I guess it must have been HD. It, maybe true. it wasn't. It wasn't like the DVD. I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe they use the international Blu-ray and they rip Possible. that and put it on Max. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like maybe I'm just so used to like Tubi, and they're just like we got whatever rip we got, whether it's from an old VHS or whatever, like quality yeah. be damned that we've uploaded. Um, and so I just like, don't Amazon prime was like that for a while. Yeah. And, and they would also like, you know, the witchcraft series, um, they uploaded a bunch of the witchcraft movies and they were all like TV edited, which is like, oh, I mean, those really? movies are absolute like, shit shows made by people in their backyard so like yeah if you're not watching it for like the nudity and the swearing and everything what are you watching it for so i that was the surprise and i'm pretty sure it didn't say that in the description which is misleading and i've stopped watching horror movies on amazon prime because of it oh that sucks yeah so this was recently this wasn't like back in the day or anything it's probably like a year or two ago um i saw that and i saw to Amazon's credit, I watched um, Savage Weekend, which is a movie I'd always wanted to see but could never find in any video store. And yeah. they had an absolutely atrocious rip from like an old VHS. And like, I mean, it had tracking. It was awful, um, oh, which actually was fun. I mean, that almost just, that movie deserved that. And that was kind of the right environment to see it in. But mm-hmm. um, that was almost on my obscure slashers list of uh, drafts for whatever, two two episodes ago or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Anyway, great, great pick with aliens. I was definitely yeah. on my list as well. Well, and we've we've ventured off course enough. We no no need to hold up Corey's pick here any longer. So Corey, you are now on the clock with the final pick of the second round. I mean, we can just talk about true lies the whole time. I mean, that's a <laughs> I could talk about that for hours. 
Alrighty, so uh, the second pick, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. Alrighty, looking at my list here. Mm. Well, since my second was taken, I'm gonna go with 2001. Jason X. Oh, I wow. am so happy that that got drafted. <laughs> I had it a little higher in my list. And I'm like, you know what? You know, Friday 13th is my favorite horror fr- franchise. And this one's got the action. So might as well do it because it could get scooped up. I actually have it on in the background right now for some background noise. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched it so many times. But yeah, no, classic movie. Yeah, uh, it's wow. probably a good call drafting it before Nick could get to it. Because I'm sure that was on his exactly. list. It <laughs> is on the list. <laughs> last um, the last one with Kane Hodder is Jason. So yep. Um, I don't know if it would have made my top five, but it, I was thinking about it. I'm so glad you picked it. I would have felt like an empty, a big void. I think if we came to the end without Jason X being picked. Yeah, especially it's Friday Thirteenth week, so it had it had to be done. Oh yeah, and, good point. Yeah. I mean, it's not great, but I mean, I love it still. You know? yeah. But I'm a, I love all Friday the Thirteenth, so. I'm biased mm. on that. <laughs> Jason well, X is kind of like my army of darkness or like the, or for you, I can throw Jason X on any time. hundred <laughs> percent. I, I don't just, know why. Uh, just watched a movie, that new Amazon movie, totally killer. This yeah. Last week. Yep. Oh yeah. I really, I really liked things. it, but one of the guys in the movie is in Jason X. I totally didn't realize till Corey Stevens was like, do you notice who was in there? I'm just like, and he told me, I'm like, Whoa. Oh, Whoa. which guy? Who, yeah, who was it? Because I, I watched it too, and I'm trying to remember. All right, so uh, I'm on IMBD right now. Jonathan Potts as Pro- Professor Lowell in Jason X. He's in oh. He's in Totally Killer. He's the uh, killer that goes back in time. He's the one that, he's the podcast. Oh, 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 gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, okay, got ya. So he's the, one he the professor in Jason X. Oh, he's the yeah, he's the one that gets his nipples twisted. Yeah, he's like X. you pass. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wow. great, amazing part. I'm so oh, surprised man. I didn't. This just speaks to my memory where I did not recognize him at all and did not recall that that was him. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like I'd seen him before, and I and like, but I just I had no idea. Would never have connected it to Jason X in a million years. As that old is, uh, that's yeah, great. as Corey Stevens, he texted me after we watched it at different times, and he was the one that called it out. Of course, he would because he knows everything. Friday the Thirteenth, he's like, "Yeah, did you see that?" I'm <laughs> like, "Holy shit!" Just it never clicked until he did it. Yeah. Also, any of you guys watched the Chucky series? Yes, but I haven't um, finished the second season. I still got to catch up on Dang. that for this new one. Yeah. Yeah, but speaking of Chucky and Jason X, uh, what's her name? Rowan, who's in Jason X, the female character, she's mm-hmm. in she's in Chucky series one. She's the mom. Oh, oh really? Okay, that makes sense because I recognized her too. And I'm like, why can't I place her? But I mean, leave it to Don Mancini to like a use a lot of the people he likes, but also use people who have acted in a bunch of horror stuff before. Uh, mm-hmm. in his in his show so that doesn't surprise me at all <laughs> yeah. so yeah yeah but still yeah jason x got the uh, horror movie's pretty brutal it's got some great kills especially the girl gets her face frozen and just smashed 
that's like a top that's a top 10 kill right there and then just have the action in it yep you got their version of space marines and uh and a bunch of hand-to-hand with like the the robot um uh android whatever whatever term they use for her i'm blanking on it now fembot (laughs) yeah i was gonna say fembot too but no what is it now i can't remember i can't either Lisa Ryder. That's all I heard. KM14. Okay. That whatever. I mean, that's what her name's listed on IMBD. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I think that's a great pick. I'm glad we got some Friday the 13th in, and we got it in as early as the second round here. Um, but Corey, you've got the back to back now with the first pick of the third round. Oh, we're back on the clock. Ooh, I totally forgot about that. All right. Going with 2003 remake, Dawn of the Dead. Ah, nice. That was Zack Snyder right there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's a classic. I remember uh, seeing that in high school. (laughs) Such a wild story. Our theater in Newport. Well, we didn't have a theater in Newport. Like the closest one was Claremont, but they weren't playing it. So mm-hmm. Wes Leb had it, which was like maybe like a 25 minute drive, 30 minute drive from our high school. And like one right after school one day, we just decided with like 20 minutes before the movie started in the high school parking lot, like, let's go see this. And I am such a safe driver and I was the one driving and would never speed. And we probably went. 80 miles an hour from the school to the theater and we got there in like 15 minutes couldn't believe it <laughs> uh I, i'll i still crap on my pants thinking wow i was driving like a lunatic to go see this movie <laughs> glad i did though so that's a it's a good classic movie good remake too one of the better remakes you see mm-hmm. oh definitely yeah yeah Huge this surprise yeah, this was high on my list too, and uh, uh, I love it. I think it's one of Zack Snyder's best movies. I don't know, maybe it's one of it. It maybe is his best. I think it um, for so, sure is his yeah. best. Yeah, and yeah. I, I love the um, I love the the change the or well the yeah the change in the ending and the very very end. Uh, yeah, as the end credits are going, um, and great performances. I mean, Sarah Pauly is wonderful in this uh ty burrell playing like a real asshole character that like seems so foreign now after he's been on uh modern <laughs> family for ages and stuff i, I mean, know right yeah ving rames is awesome in this i mean i know we've talked about it on the pod before i'm trying to remember what it got drafted in but um i think i was praising performances uh then too but like uh yeah i mean uh, everything about it is just like really solid through and through no classic movie messes yeah. with you too did tom savini do the makeup in it that's a, a good question. Yeah, he's got the cameo as the sheriff, but I don't. Oh, I don't know if he did the the makeup. That's a good question. Let me find out. I probably should have looked that up as well. No, oh, no worries. Because he did the original. He did the makeup in the original one, right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. definitely did the original. I don't so maybe maybe his cameo was just like a nod. Yeah, I think that might be the case. Mackay Mackay Pfeiffer, he's good, and everybody kicks ass yeah. in this movie. 
the beginning the, be- awesome. the beginning's crazy like when everything's just like going down you know that was when zombie movies were uh before zombie movies took over yeah uh well, okay. yeah it was like oh go ahead Brantley. Sorry. oh no sorry sorry i was just gonna say that the special makeup effects were created by david Leroy anderson with assistance from his actress wife heather langenkamp aka nancy from the (laughs) nightmare on elm street franchise and now does he he plays her husband in In, nightmare i oh who is the makeup effects artist right yeah yeah Yeah. does he play himself i'm not sure if he does play himself but she definitely is married to a makeup effect i think he might something i don't know i literally just listened to a podcast return revenge resurrection and they've been doing all the freddy movies and they just did new nightmare last week and i listened to it and they talk about that i think the guy in the movie isn't her husband but he's supposed to be playing player yeah because he he, he I, that's what they something like he felt not safe playing the character or something like that or if they were going through marriage problems i don't know like I'm not gonna don't quote me on that one okay yeah i, I thought it was something similar to that like the character is supposed to be like her husband in that he's a makeup effects artist, but I don't think it was played by her husband. It wasn't. Yeah. It was it, like it hit too close to home and he didn't want to do it. I think that yeah. might have been something like that. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I just yeah. watched. I just watched New Nightmare a few days ago. Nice. Yeah. I know Nick loves it. <laughs> I do love it. I love New Nightmare. <laughs> well, that's so crazy. I had no idea that Heather Langenkamp assisted with the special effects makeup and everything. I know she was like, she's been fairly involved with her husband and has like learned that like special effects makeup and stuff. But that's awesome to hear that she was kind of pulling the assist on this. That's that's really cool. Yeah, that's cool. I never knew that. That's good. Uh, some good intel right there, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, awesome. that's great. Well, that's an excellent pick. Um, And now I am oh. up. Also, real quick for yeah, uh, I didn't even realize James Gunn was one of the writers. Yeah, yeah, oh, James right. Gunn wrote, wrote it. Um, this is um, this is like kind of shortly after his like trauma run, right, with Tromeo and Juliet yeah. and stuff like that. I think and, that was in '96, um, and then, but I don't his... know how long he was with Trauma for. I think Tromeo and Juliet was '96, but I think he was with them for. But yeah, but he was doing writing for them for a while after that, right? And then, what was his first like screenwriting credit that wasn't a Trauma film? Do you either? You guys know? Could have been this, I suppose. I actually don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. This was either. like right before Slither. Yeah, because Slither's what oh seven. Great movie. Great yeah. movie. Yeah. Underrated movie right there. Yeah, let me let me pull up Jim. Here we go. We're I'm gonna have we're gonna have a yeah, couple pauses here. <laughs> and we'll, <laughs> we'll cut them out and then it'll sound like we've got them so fast. Um yeah, so he began his career with Troma in ninety five, in which he co wrote Tromeo and Juliet. Um and then he contributed to several other Troma films, and then in two thousand he wrote, produced, and performed in the superhero comedy The Specials, which Craig Mazin directed. Yeah. Gosh, I wonder if oh. that was Craig Mazin's first directing effort. Um, and then his first major Hollywood screenplay was Scooby-Doo in 2002. Huh. Whoa. Oh, wow. And then he wrote both Dawn of the Dead and Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed in 2004. Wow. 
Yeah. No shit. So this wasn't his first major Hollywood film, but um, second, I guess, or, or second slash third between that and Scooby Doo Two. Interesting. Yeah, and then um, Slither was 06. Yeah, and that was his directorial debut. Uh, all right, so let's see. I'm on the clock now with my third round choice, and I actually think I don't even need to look at this list. I think I know exactly what I'm going to pick. This is one of my favorite horror films. I felt safe taking it here in the third and not trying to get it in the first or second. Um, speaking of guns, there's a great shotgun that's used in this film as well as a number of handguns um this is my shining you know if nick has the shining as his horror film that he watches over and over and tries to understand uh this is mine and it's the hitcher nice starring rutger hauer (laughs) awesome Uh, i have watched this film a number of times i still have no idea exactly what it's about i keep thinking it's different things every time i watch it but it is just so captivating to me and i can watch it over and over and over again and like go down different rabbit holes and different theories and ideas but even without all that it's just a fucking fun movie it's great performances by c thomas howell and rucker Hauer especially and jennifer jason lee i don't mean to leave her out of it at all um but i mean rucker Hauer is just so like just such a like captivating like psycho in this movie and like you're glued to him every minute he's on the screen um so that's my third round pick the hitcher awesome pick dude that was definitely in my list of movies i was like that's gonna that's gotta be in somebody's top five it absolutely has to be oh yeah uh, remake I so little memory of I, this. I hate i i really i hate the remake it's nothing compared to like what the original is yeah uh I know that movie's getting a Blu-ray HD and or 4K coming soon because that I think that's also I think got stuck with the uh, True Lies like analog thing or whatever however the uh, ratio is. Yeah, it's gotten a German Blu-ray, um, but other than that, I, it it has stayed either just like on VHS or DVD or Betamax or Laserdisc, I guess in in the states. Like I still have my DVD copy, which is in that cardboard clip closed case oh, yeah. you know from from awesome. way back um and it, i was i remember um uh when i went on the best little whorehouse in philly i was saying like it's on hbo max but don't watch the hbo max version because that's speaking that's of the one i transfers, watched oh it's such a crappy transfer it's horrible Ugh. quality i like i was saying that my dvd like 20 plus year old dvd is better quality than the hbo max one and i think the uh, hbo max was only four three like i don't even think it was widescreen which yeah. is crazy for a film that's like so wide. I mean, it's like two seven eight one or something like that. It's like crazy wide format. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's just I cannot wait for the four K. Uh, it's long awaited from Second Sight. Um, I know that they like it's it's been delayed because they were didn't have certain assets, but then they found them, so they had to have the time to like scan them properly. But it's gotten like signed off by um. What's his name? Curtis Hansen, the director. Hi, this is Brantley from the future. Uh, Robert Harmon directed The Hitcher, not Curtis Hansen. I'm dumb. Sorry about that. Now back to the show. Um, like they showed a photo of him like signing off on all the coloring and grading and stuff like that. That was being Great. done. So I can't wait. Whenever that comes out, it's going to be like an immediate purchase for me. That's awesome. Yeah, the last time I watched it was unfortunately the HBO Max one. Yeah. Woof. 
well, still watched it, but I was like, oh, I don't have any, I don't have no other choice to walk where to watch it. So, yeah, no, I yeah. hear you. Freaky movie, man, just makes you like, I think I do a lot of driving at work mostly, mm-hmm. but not in like where it's like open road like them, but I would be so friggin' scared, you know, something like that type of situation. Yeah, yeah, freaky, freaky, but then just the action too, man. Yeah, uh, Rutger Hauer. Yeah, I mean, you got gas stations exploding in this. You got car chases. I mean, you got gunfights. I mean, if you're if you want action, it's it's all over this film. So, yeah, absolutely. Glad you. I'm glad somebody picked that. Like I said, nice. I had a feeling that I had a feeling that would go. Awesome. Good stuff. Well, gentlemen, we are over halfway through this draft, and Nick. You are now on the clock with the final pick of the third round. Okay. All right. Um, yes, excellent pick so far. I have to revisit the Hitcher because it's been so long. I genuinely don't remember any of the action in that movie. Um, <laughs> I am going to go with... All right. There was a series of vampire movies that came out in the late 90s and they were all not a particular one series i mean there was like a line of many vampire movies unrelated to each other that all came out in the late 90s i think it was a good time for vampire action movies mm-hmm. i'm going to pick one and it's probably not the one that anyone else would pick which <laughs> i think objectively is a better movie but i, I have a soft spot for john carpenter's vampires <laughs> i don't know awesome. what it is about that movie it's certainly not the strongest John Carpenter effort. Um, well, there's something about it. I've definitely watched it way more than those other ones that came out around the same time. Uh, yeah, it's just fun. I don't know. It's just a fun movie. Um, no, good pick. Good pick. That was definitely- I Gene Siskel loved it some for some somehow. <laughs> appa- I was just reading that Gene Siskel apparently had James Woods shortlisted for an Oscar that year. Four not in jest. Not in jest. Yes, Gene Siskel wanted James <laughs> Woods to be nominated. Oh. Wow. Um. But yeah, I don't know. It's a. It's. I don't know. Something about that movie. Um. It might maybe just the opening sequence. Uh, there's something about that opening sequence that's so strong that, like, even the lowest lows of that movie, you just have that great first nest scene where they're like clearing out mm-hmm. that first nest, and it's just you're like, oh shit, this is a action western movie with vampires in it. I'm totally on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good pick. That was definitely in my uh my list. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's not not Carpenter's best, but it ain't his worst. Mm-hmm. No, definitely not his worst. It's interesting seeing um, portrayals of vampires as these like very um, animalistic creatures, like that will be in like nests like that during the daytime yes. and just like hunker down. the The book that it's based on is actually really good too, because I've read that and I started I that the, a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, I um, never finished. Well, I listened to the audiobooks. So it was easier for me to finish. Um, ah, that's nice. how I do most of my reading these days. But um, yeah, John Stakely. 
Yes, John Staley, exactly. Only um, wrote two books. And speaking of aliens with the famous story of like the S that he puts on the board and turns into a money sign, <laughs> James Cameron. Yes. The the vampire's book, I believe, has the S is is a dollar sign is. as well. Yeah. The official title. Yeah. Because yes. that's the name of the company, right? Exactly. Well, or or something like that. But is the 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 band, the group of them goes town to town and gets paid to clear out these nests basically i mean right. they're like funded by the roman catholic church but like they still get paid by these towns basically oh by uh, the towns themselves yeah. oh interesting it, it's interesting because in the book the vampires i argue are even stronger like like you basically like they they don't stand a chance against them at night basically so like they can uh-huh. only come close to them and do like the nest clear outs during the day just to pull them into the sun um because at night like they'll the vampires will like run faster than their trucks catch up to it, like tear it off and just like devour everybody like so quickly. Oh, um, that's scary. That's no, scary. Yeah. Oh, it's so the book is like super, super brutal. Um, uh, and, and really scary like that. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So it's, I, I'd recommend the book definitely as well as, as the film. Um, but I, I enjoy the film as well. I don't think I enjoy it as much as you, Nick, but it's, <laughs> I mean, it's not my it's favorite, fun. but it's so yeah. fun. It is a yeah, fun film. It's enjoyable. I remember my mom was a babysitter. We didn't watch it with the babysitting kids, but I remember when those little turds went down for nap time, like that summer it came out, I got to call it in on, you know, on TV. Yeah, freaky movie, especially like it's freaky when the uh, vampire like kills like most of the guys like in the beginning. In, in the, the motel? Uh, in the motel, yeah. Brutal. I mean, it's like a absolute slaughter. It's a pretty violent movie for mm-hmm. even, I think like John Carpenter does obviously has made some gory movies, but even by his standards, I feel like the gore is pretty over the top. Yeah. Now, good call on the action because, uh, wait, the main uh, vampire, uh, the main vampire in that movie, he was, a, he was like an action star, like kind of like a early, like a 90s B action star. I think he might have, was he in? Uh, he was in the Karate Kid. He was, he was in the Karate Kid Part 3. He was the bad guy in that. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, Thomas Ian, Thomas Ian Thomas Griffith. Ian Griffith. Okay. Yep. I grew up yes, like watching. Yeah, part three. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I well, I grew up watching him. Like just he's just B action movies, early nineties. Yeah. His biggest he's... claim to fame is probably Karate Kid Three. <laughs> yeah, and he's coming back and reprised that role in seasons four and five of Cobra Kai, apparently. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then he's from Hartford, Connecticut. I didn't know that. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Apparently, he's in Triple X. Oh, okay. It's been there a minute go. since I've been a minute since I've seen that. So yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Nick, that's your third yes. round pick. That's the final pick of the third round. But you've got the back to back with the first pick of the fourth round, sir. All right, well, here we go. I am going to, you know what? My fourth pick, I'm just going to throw off the list because it's a movie we've talked about on this show a lot. I'm going to pick a movie that is objectively far worse, probably. But <laughs> I like talking about movies. You know, this is We've talked about this other one quite a bit um, in the last few episodes, actually. So rather than bring that one up again, I'm going to go with... Um, probably a more recent movie. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, I'll go with Train to Busan. 
for my Good number four. Um, I actually have not seen the sequel yet, though I've heard it's not nearly as good. But I the first one is a is I guess just a movie. I was struck by its scale and it's like no, it was something about it. it's like it's so confident in its execution. I was just surprised because it's it's yeah, this it's just like a zombie movie on a massive scale and um and it's executed pretty masterfully. Um there's a couple sequences on that train uh when the uh, outbreak really first starts that are just like just incredibly realized on film. Um and there's a there's a few like really great set pieces in that movie. Um and uh yeah, not a particularly scary movie, um, but definitely very tense. And uh yeah, I really liked it. I gotta go back and watch that. I only saw it once. Me too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen it more than once, but when we were talking about the criteria and I was specifically thinking hand to hand ones. This is the this is literally the movie I was looking at on my list, being like, "There's a lot of hand to hand fighting and combat yeah. and running and like chasing and like those like you know shots like across like a train car, you know, as they're fighting their way through zombie hordes and stuff like that." That I was like, yeah. it's, it's like it's like the raid, but horror. Exactly. Yeah. Except yeah. You're not going. You're not going up. You know, a freaking high rise. You're just going. You're on the train. So yeah. all I remember is running. There's so much running. It makes me think of that line in Bowfinger, which is one of my favorite lines where like they're making an action movie and he's like, but he's not going to be in the movie. And Steve Martin's like, well, what does it matter? We're making an action movie. He runs towards the aliens. He runs away from the aliens. And it's like that perfectly describes a lot of action movies, actually. <laughs> oh, that's when good. did that movie? When did that movie come out? Train to Busan. I think it was 2015 or 2016. Somewhere around. There. Oh, really? That that long ago? Yeah. Train to Busan. Twenty sixteen. Like really, I feel like I started hearing about the movie more like two or three years ago. Did it get like more of a wider, like release in America? I think like, it was oh. like, well, I think the sequel came out about two years ago. Yeah, Peninsula so, came out a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. Ah, uh, so yeah, then they were pushing that. Okay, they so were pushing that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that'd be my guess. Okay, I'm gonna have to go back and uh, check that out. Yeah. Put it on the Octo- I'll put it on my October list. There you go. Yeah. The ever the ever growing October list. All right, Nick. Well, that's your fourth round pick. That means I'm yeah. on the cl- uh, on the clock here in the fourth round. And you know that was pretty high up on my list. And now, I mean, I was very confident those first three rounds in terms of what I would draft. Now I'm looking at my list, and I have so many options, and it's it's a matter of. I have two picks left. What am I going to take here in my final two rounds? Ugh, this is where it gets tough. Um, hmm. <laughs> this is where the tough decisions lay. Boy, oh boy. Okay, I'm going to take... Um, I'm going to take a more modern film. I've got a lot of 80s on my list here, so I'm going to take a more modern film. I'm going to take from Radio Silence, Ready or Not, starring Samara Weaving. Awesome. Yeah, there was a a bunch of like 
kind of recent in the past, like 2015 to now kind of horror films that I felt fell into this subgenre here. But that's the one I think that is the most playful, has the strongest story, the most cohesive like plot, great performances, nice weaving in of comedy here and oh, there yeah. to it as well. I um, And I mean, just some are weaving just, She's great in everything she's in, but she's just killing it in horror, and she is fantastic in this movie. I mean, just like I say, fantastic so much on this podcast. Jesus, she is so winning, and she is so captivating as the bride, and you're just rooting from her for her from the get go, um, because y- you just are like, what a shitty situation you've been thrown into. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm going to take. I'm going to take Ready or Not. Oh, good pick. Yeah, she fucks awesome everybody pick. up in that movie. Yes, yes, she does. <laughs> and she gets she gets fucked up too, so it's that's brutal. Oh man, yeah, yeah, good pick. I actually forgot to even put that on my list, so I was just like, wow, surprised I didn't put that on there. <laughs> Trying to think what else from like that movie, like was that really stood out to me? Yeah, her performance is great in it. Mm-hmm. All the side characters too. I love the friggin' <laughs> the chick who's all coked up, and she's oh, just yeah. like <laughs> she kills the friggin' maid and everything on accident. Yeah. Oh man. I like Good how shit. they they choose their like specific weapons, and they're all these old ones. They have no idea how to use because yeah. they've never had, to, <laughs> you know. At least the, this group never had to. The, you have like the great aunt there, who's I guess husband got killed on the wedding night when they did um, hide and seek as well. But uh, yeah, like the crossbow that they accidentally shoot at, like the staff and everything. It's yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's it's really fun. So there you go. Oh. Yeah, no, that was a good time. I, awesome I would, movie. I'd be down for another sequel. I'd be down for a sequel for that somehow. Oh yeah, oh, or yeah, even that'd a- be interesting. Well, yeah, I guess you couldn't do a prequel because obviously the family would have to live. Well, if you do a prequel though, you could do that great aunt's like wedding night or something like that, or some other you know. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, or like how they came to be involved with having to play this game uh, on a wedding night. I guess you could do a period piece if they really wanted to up the budget. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess you could. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but there you go. Well, that's my fourth round pick. That means Corey is on the clock with the final pick of the fourth round. Ooh. Yeah. Now, now, now it gets tough, Corey. Now, when you're at the end. Yeah, I know, tough. right? <laughs> I think. Ugh. I'm surprised there's one pick that has not gone or been said and it it lingers. So mm. we can talk if nobody picks it, we can just chat about it after. Cause I don't know if I'm gonna pick it or not. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a more current movie too. Uh let's go 2018's Overlord. Oh nice that's pick. A great pick yep. on my list as well. Oh, Indeed. Awesome. Cool. Yep, yeah, I do. Mo- that movie blew me away. Like, remember seeing the previews and being like, oh, okay, you know, it's a zombie movie. That's, or what most, yeah, it's a zombie movie. It takes place in like World War II. And then watching it, I'm like, okay, I'm in. Movie was great. You got what? Kurt, Wyatt Russell's in it, Kurt Russell's uh, son. Yep. Uh, no, yeah, really with- And everybody else, I really don't know. You know, I've seen him in stuff before, but yeah, I think one of the I think one of the captains. I think he's in uh, Game of Thrones. He's uh, I forget it. 
yeah, too many characters in that freaking show. <laughs> but yeah, no, Overlord, that's definitely got everything in a very surprising good movie. Like I I push that movie to people who haven't seen it and be like, eh, I don't know about that. I'm like, no, seriously, you have to watch this movie. Yeah, I'm with you too. I was blown away when I was I'd, I'd heard very like middling reviews, and it seemed like it kind of like came out and was sort of like forgotten, didn't really do much like when it was in theaters. Cause I didn't watch it till till home video. And uh, same with you. I was just like, wow, this was awesome. You know, not only was this like really great, engaging, fun movie. Um, I think it's like a lot deeper than people give it credit for. You mm. know, I mean, like, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's literally about like the, the trauma of war, like the horrors of war, like when, at the final shot, when he's got that thousand yard stare, who, you know, he's going to remember for the rest of his life, the horrors he's seen like he in during the movie, it's just like, Oh, it's brutal. It's tough. The movie just starts off brutal. Just oh, yeah. everything. And then it just, you know, goes from there. But yeah, like you said, it's like you got those aspects of war and then whatever the hell they run into during this. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Very good movie. Yeah. Highly underrated movie. I agree. I think it's fantastic. All right. Yeah. yeah. Go with that. Fourth pick. And now, Corey, your final pick of the draft and the first pick of the fifth round. You're back on the clock. Now, this is going to be a hard one. It's the last one. Got so many picks to choose from. All right, I'm going to go for it. I think it came out in 98. Deep Rising. Oh, good. Oh, nicely done. I love this movie. (laughs) It's so fun. Yeah, no, good movie. Treat Williams, R.I.P. Great performance yep. in that. Uh, oh, man, that's got a whole slew of, of the cast in this movie. Uh, you got Kevin J. O'Connor. He's like in every friggin' movie that uh, the uh, director's in. Is it Steven, Steven Summers? Yeah, because he did The Mummy, right? Oh, Steven yes. Summers did that movie? I didn't even realize yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no, I remember watching this like in 98, 99 when it came out. Good movie. Uh, trying to think what else about it so he did this and the mummy back to back i guess right if this was yeah 98. i believe so yeah. yeah i think he went right into the mummy after this that's awesome yeah a yeah, killer no, jet ski yeah. <laughs> jet ski <laughs> riding around in the cruise ship on it fast boats you know yep. some freaking monster that's just destroying people and a lot of freaking guns yeah great and like a yeah sick-ass crew that just comes in wreck shit and they get wrecked uh, yeah there's some good friggin' uh, violent scenes in the movie too. There's like that one where the chick's hiding in the bathroom on the toilet and the thing just like sucks her down and you just see the whole bathroom just blood splatter. Oh, classic shit right there. Yeah. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. Shout out to the Five Day Reynolds podcast, uh, Friends of the Pod, who also covered this film. Uh, I, and it sounds like you too, Corey, land more with Bones on that podcast where we're bigger fans of it than Dan and <laughs> and Cron were. Uh, but yeah, it's a, a great, great film. I'm really glad that someone chose it because this was on my list, my long list of stuff as well. So uh, excellent pick. Nick, awesome. have you have you seen Deep Rising? I can't remember. Not, I mean, I, I remember next to nothing about it. Okay. Um, so it's been 
98 you said it's probably been whenever it came out on video okay gotcha i mean i i, I know we've talked about it on the pod before because i've drafted it previously um but i couldn't remember if you'd seen it or not so. yeah what category was that i can't remember but i do remember I, you drafting it my memory is so bad nick i have no idea but yeah. i know i drafted it. i know i've talked about it before <laughs> see what was, was it? it like was it like the gaiju ones that you guys did oh it might have been kaiju that would have yeah might have been yes because i remember talking about the size of the creature and i was like look i i think it counts because this thing's like can take up the entire like inside of the cruise ship if it wants to like (laughs) that make yeah that sounds like the ballroom you just see like the body of it because normally it's just its tentacles shooting down like super long hallways and shit you know Uh, you don't really see a ton of the creature until like uh much later in the film yeah, that I like that suspense too. So, yeah, like it's it's definitely two movies in one. I mean, it's yeah. got the action. It's got the action. It's got the horror. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. I'm I'm glad uh, the uh, Five Day Rentals guys like that. I probably listened to that episode. I checked that podcast out as much as I can. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. It's really fun. I, we good friends of the pod. They're awesome. Uh, uh, tune into them. Keep an eye on their feed. Uh, Nick and I may show up there pretty soon. Uh, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I'll be listening. <laughs> All right. Well, that, Corey, is your fifth round pick. But that means I am on the clock now with my final pick of the draft. Um, So many great choices still remaining on my list. I, I could go in like a million different directions here. Um, I'm going to stay in 1998. I'm also going to do that other vampire film Nick alluded to, because as I look at my list, I say, could I really, could we go this whole draft without blade being Mm. drafted? Uh, And I I can't allow that to happen. So I'm going to take blade here in the fifth round as my final pick of the draft. Deservedly. So nice. Absolutely. Yeah, I had, I, I had that on my list, and I also had Blade too. I was gonna say yeah, it had to yeah. be one of those two had to make it on the list. Yeah, definitely. I think, and also, I mean, um, Wesley Snipes, bona fide action star, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of Predator, I don't know if we have really uh, many others on here where you can say that it's a bona fide action star leading true film. You know, I mean, I guess you could argue that with Aliens, I guess with Sigourney Weaver, but I feel like she's like just known as being an actress, not really an action star, right? Yeah. yeah. 100%. So, yeah, here we go. There you go. I mean, that's like sort of a little fun bona fide there for the uh, for the film. But yeah, I mean, just this thing's great. I mean, obviously it inspired so much other stuff. You know, like you could argue The Matrix is really crimping a lot of stuff from Blade here and like look and design and and the way it's shot and, and you know, the action even. But so fun. So I mean, there's so many great action set pieces in this film. It's like, what do you even want to focus on? I mean, I love when he just throws that blade and it skitters around like the outside and like decapitates yes. like 10 vampires at once. Like, unbelievable. He's got his own personal weapons maker and whistler. I mean, God, there's just so much great stuff in this film. Oh, I, when that one it. guy, when the one guy like takes his sword and just like fucking with him and then it just like it opens up and just like yeah. his hand just goes off. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. The yep. dude, the club scene in the beginning, epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so much great stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you want action, like you can't do wrong with Blade. It is like action packed from start to finish, basically. I'm glad that got picked. I honestly probably would have picked 
Blade 2, just because there's way more shit going on. You got like ninjas, sure. Donnie. I mean, I was like, Donnie ends in that one. So yeah, but. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm glad Blade made it into the draft here. I I, I would have felt bad if we went all five rounds without being drafted. And I, and I just figured if Nick took vampires, he's probably not going to take blade. So I felt like I had to step up and grab it. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> but, uh, but there you go, Nick, that's my final pick. It is now your final pick and the final pick for the entire action horror draft. All right. Yes. I'm glad you picked that. Those are good companion pieces. Um, And obviously it deserves to be on this list. I will pick, I'm going to round out my list with. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. There's a bunch on my list as well. This is tough. Um, kind of a forgettable movie, but a really, really fun movie, which is kind of how I felt about it. like Overlord. I wouldn't say it's forgettable, but it was one of those movies I watched. I loved it so much. I watched it again immediately and then never had a desire to see it again, but I would definitely mm-hmm. revisit it. Um, so by no means does this mean I'm docking points from this movie. I really enjoyed this movie. Mayhem. So another Samara yeah. Weaving movie. Great um, pick. Very Never fun. It. Oh, it's great. It, you've Shudder, right? It is on no, Shudder. No, not at the moment. I'll get it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it's definitely, it's worth, it's worth a watch. It was so much yeah. fun. I mean, it's just like, it's so, and it's like, I think it's like 80 minutes. It's just so fast. There's, there's, it does not take a breath. Um, and it's yeah. funny. It's a two-hander uh, with Samara Weaving and Stephen Wen from the um, yes, Walking The Walking Dead. Dead, and who's like been on like, oh. Nope and a bunch of other stuff now. And, Wait um, a second, this is like the one where they're all in the office, right? Yeah, yeah. this is in the office oh, building. I've I've seen it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. awesome, awesome. I barely remember it. I I gotta go back and see. I think it. it was like okay. this and like Belko Experiment came out around the same time. Yep, which were both office set buildings, right? I yep. never, I don't, I don't think I finished Belko, but. Um, yeah, well, you didn't get it. How could you turn it off with John C. McGinley and Belko experiment? I didn't get I, like a madman. I really do want to see it because what was James Gunn involved with that? He wrote that, right? Speaking that's of that's a great Gunn, question. I don't know. I'm pretty I'd sure he did. Okay, I, I that's that's interesting. Um, but, but anyway, yes. we're talking about mayhem. We're not talking, we about are Belko. Fuck the Belko experiment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, written by James Gunn. Okay, I oh, there you that go. Up. Nice, um, nice. Yeah, but mayhem. Um, actually, what what kind of reminded me to watch this movie because I watched it for the first time for this podcast was uh, one of our previous guests, broke horror fan. Um, I posted a picture recently where he's um, standing with the director, Joe. I can't remember the director's name. Joe Lynch. Top of my head. He's Joe got Lynch, a new yes. film at festivals right now. I think it's at a fantastic fest. Um, Suitable flesh with Heather Graham. That's his newest film. Oh, nice. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, cool. He's, um, yeah, he does. I mean, he must have had a blast with this movie. Um, I would, I, I hope. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's so much fun and and funny, and it's just like a great like fu to office culture, um, which is which is fun in itself. So yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I I own this on 4K. I think it's one of the first 4Ks I got because it was one of the least expensive ones. I think it was like when I first got my 4K player and TV and stuff, I was like, okay, what are the, like some decent ones I can get, but that's not going to be like a huge investment. And like T2 was like yeah. 750, but it's because it's like oh. a notoriously bad, like 4K. Yeah, that's, a bad, that's a bad rip. <laughs> it's a bad one. But really? like Mayhem was like, 
like eight or 10 bucks as well. And so I was like, Oh, I want to see this. I, I love all these people. Um, let me check it out. And I think that's how I first watched it was on 4k a couple of years ago. It was great. And I loved it. And I'm so glad that I, I chose that one to, uh, to check out. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. too bad about T2. I'm, uh, oh, yeah. was it yeah. the transfer that made it when they re-released it in 3d? Is it that transfer? Because I saw yeah. that in theaters and it was fucking beautiful. That's a good question. I don't know. I, I, I just it know is. it's a notoriously oh. bad, bad rip of it. And it looks really poor and muddy for like 4k. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. No, I, when they played it theatrically, I was like one of the best experiences. It was great. Nice. I mean, look, I watched it at home. I wasn't like angry that I spent 750 on it. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's probably not like the quality level you're looking for with 4k for sure. That's fair. Yeah. And, a, and for James Cameron and for James Cameron. Yeah. Well, that's the other, yeah, because he, like, when they converted it to 3D, he obviously had to approve that. I mean, he did the Titanic 3D post-conversion, and yeah. I think they spent millions of dollars on, like, that was one of the most expensive post-conversions. And then when he did T2, I would have imagined he would have approved everything about that as well. And then they would have just printed that to the 4K disc, but maybe not. Maybe, no. but I mean, I, I don't, do they normally put a 3D transfer to a 4k disc i mean does it actually like work that way i don't think uh, it does. no not the 3d part but i mean i but would you imagine mean just like the they... most recent scan or whatever yeah well when they did the 3d yeah. post conversion like i i one of those one of the eyes i would imagine would be a decent transfer in yeah. itself if yeah. they just did but i don't know i don't i don't know either yeah speaking Wish of terminate speaking of terminator i am really surprised nobody took that in this whole draft it I was on my it. list. Yeah, it was on there. Yeah. It it, it lingers because I would have been like, I mean, I think it's a horror movie. I mean, it's horror sci-fi action, but mm-hmm. it's a scary, like, it's a scary movie. I mean, the freaking machine after you coming after you. I think James Cameron wrote it as a horror movie. Yeah, not yeah, James Cameron wrote it as a horror movie. Yeah, I mean it's the first one is slasher with just yeah. like a, yeah, with just a, there you uh go. yeah. Yeah, really surprises the second one. Her. feels less like a horror movie but also is more of a slasher in the sense that the t-1000 is literally literally using bladed weapons so that's true (laughs) and he's scary he's scary he is yeah yeah yeah. well this is kind of bringing us right into the uh uh honorable mentions or what we refer to as our uh undrafted free agents here i got a shit ton yeah Corey, you're our guest please go first i'm sure you have a ton as well you mentioned the terminator what else you got on the list I had Terminator, uh, <laughs> Resident Evil 2. Oh, okay. Okay. I like Apocalypse. I think that one, yeah, I think that one's got a lot of action, you know, especially mm-hmm. when you, from, I remember watching the first one and being like, eh, not that much action, but good, decent horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I put on here? I had Blade 2. Yeah. Uh, that's action packed. Uh, the Purge 2. Oh, nice. That, one, yep. that one's definitely more action-packed than the first one. First one's obviously, you know, just the people invading the house. So in the second yeah. one, yeah, everybody, you just have all the little stories. Everybody just going around and just blasting people, killing yeah. people. Yeah, I had uh, the whole Purge series minus yeah. the first film, basically, because yeah, I think you, you could can go kind of any of the sequels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm really surprised. I'm going to talk about it because me and Nick were in like a group text with like some of the other guys that you would know, like Matt Bronsdorf, Dave Conti. Yeah. 
Oh. Ghost of Ghost of <laughs> Mars. I'm really surprised <laughs> nobody really had it on their list, but it's bad. It's not a good movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Carpenter's worst, but I did have it in my like list of action horror movies because it is in there, but it's it doesn't deserve to be in like a top five list. Gotcha. Yeah. And then I would say I'm not gonna spell in all all of them, and then Deep Blue Sea. Nice. Oh, nice. Yep. Freaky. Yep. It's got the it lingers. I mean, I, it it's definitely got the action. I would want more action, but yeah, good yeah. one. Yeah, I guess those are my uh, honorable mentions for right now. Nice. Yeah, a bunch of those were on my list. I also had what was mentioned before the Belco experiment on there, right by Mayhem. That was also on my list. Nice. <laughs> um. And I had, I had, I mean, Jesus, I had so many on here. Um, I'll just list off uh, some of them real quick. Becky and Wrath of Becky, the two newer films, uh, both of which are great. I mean, I, I think they're like right on par with each other um, and just like very cathartic films where you're just enjoying people being like <laughs> brutally slaughtered. It's Dude, a weird I, thing to say, but yeah. I just watched, I just watched Wrath of Becky recently. That was fun, right? I love that one just as much as the first. I thought they were both so good. <laughs> just the last line of the movie. Where's my fucking dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned some other Predator films being on the list. I had both Prey and Predators, as well as Predator 2, which you mentioned, all on my list as well. Um, yeah. I think those are those are both great. Um Train to Busan probably would have been the the foreign film I most likely would have taken if you hadn't taken it, Nick. But I also had um, I Saw the Devil and Old Boy on my list as well. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't remember if I Saw the Devil. It's been a while. Was uh, like more thriller or if there was. A, but I do remember there being a fair amount of action. And I, I love mean, that movie. Yeah, it's definitely thriller, dark horror and like action. I feel like it really rides like within all all of those genres yeah uh, yeah um a couple classics the toxic avenger was on my list uh, i know that nice. remakes come out coming out soon as well um i had the thing although i didn't know if that would technically be considered enough action to sustain it but that was on my list as well um so a couple more more recent ones like your next and um the hunt and renfield oh. were like on my list as well oh nice um, great choices yeah. Yeah, and then going back to Friday the Thirteenth franchise, I had Freddy versus Jason on my list. As I wondered well. if someone was going to pick that. Is billed as like the. Do you guys remember when they would do the marketing? It was like a wrestling match, like the Freddy versus. <laughs> J- they would do it in Vegas and shit. They I mean, had it was like thing. it was the weigh-ins and shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So like that part of it, like kind of had it in that in that vein for me as well i had a shit ton of others but i don't want to bore everybody with with everything else on my list but um those are some of the ones i wanted to highlight i guess what about you nick nice any honorable Um, mentions yeah some of the same ones prey was on my list i'm surprised that didn't get drafted um two that are worth mentioning from dusk till dawn which uh i had that uh, on my list it was (laughs) on my list but like i couldn't in good faith draft it because i feel like the reason i like that movie so much is the first half and not the half with the action in it (laughs) i feel like once it gets into the action it kind of falls apart although i did love the the tv series was was great um and there's a movie called saloon um which came out 
I think last year. Um, and uh, it's um, it's foreign film, but it, it feels a lot like From Dust Till Dawn in its setup in that the first half is essentially like a crime thriller and then it turns into a horror action movie. Um, so those are good companion pieces. Uh, Revenge, the newer oh. one. That um, was on my list too. That Australian. I liked that movie quite revenge. a bit. Yeah. Me too. Oh really? Yeah. What's that I've about? Seen it. It's like a. It's kind of like an I spit on your grave, like rape revenge fantasy type yeah. thing, um, but with more guns. Yeah, basically, a, a a woman goes to her boyfriend, like her rich boyfriend's, like vacation home, and it's like out in the middle of the Australian desert, basically. But it's this really nice house, but it's like you know, far away from everything else. <clears throat> Some shit goes down. And she essentially gets pushed off the cliff by him and his buddies. Oh, and left I've seen, for dead. You saw I've that? Seen, I've seen this clip on Facebook, like on Facebook movies or something. Oh, okay. Does, does okay. She, and she does she fall like on a spike? She's impaled. Like, yeah. 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 She gets impaled. She gets, I've seen just like that part. All right. Yeah. I'm going to check that. I'm going to check that. That's worth that watching out. too. If, if you get yeah. Shudder again, watch that in Mayhem. Totally worth it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, really? Oh, yeah. Keep going. I, I have a pick I forgot to talk about. Oh, I only have one more, and it's uh, Tokyo Gore Police, which is a horrible, horrible movie. Um, like, just it made me feel sick, but I do want to watch it again. It was probably the most violent movie I've ever seen. Um, okay, like goriest and uh, and plenty of action. There's sword fighting. There's guns. I just remember the very first scene. I think it's a police officer has to get up to the top of a skyscraper really quickly. So he just fires a rocket launcher directly at the ground and blows himself up to the top of the building. <laughs> and like, that's like scene number one. So <laughs> worth, worth watching just for stuff like that. Perfect. Okay. I'm in. Yes. Yeah. Uh, one, I forgot to mention, uh, and I should have done at least like a foreign film. I think you guys might've talked about it before. Uh, Project Wolf Hunting. Has anybody seen that? I don't think so. No, it's, that uh, sounds like any bells. No, look it Kim, up. Kim Hong Sung did it. I don't know what else oh, he's done. Wait a minute. No, I think maybe one of our guests talked about it recently because now that that's where it is ringing bells to me. That's yes. where I'm pretty sure that's how I heard about it was from one of your previous, like, uh, okay. That's that South was, Korean. Um, I highly recommend watching that movie. Nice. Was that uh, Nick? I wonder if that was Chris talked about i wonder if chris talked about that on the obscure slashers oh probably yes maybe maybe. it's recent 2022 yes i it does look familiar it's like these prisoners they're on a cargo ship and then they like take over the ship but then there's some other stuff going on on the ship and like the movie takes halfway through the movie it takes like a 180 okay but it's it's actually it's straight action but then it's straight gore and just brutal it's one of the goriest movies i've ever seen oh well i'm sold i was just looking at it now on imdb yeah it looks looks awesome it's really new yeah it's it's filmed really good like it looks great oh that looks cool yeah yeah totally should have put a foreign one on there and that definitely would have been it so nice highly recommend well that's Awesome list, guys, both the draft and the honorable mentions or the uh, undrafted free agents, as we call them. Uh, But to recap the draft, Corey, in the first round, you took Predator. In the second, you took Jason X. 
You took Gone of the Dead in the third round, Overlord in the fourth, and Deep Rising in the fifth. Nick, you took Dark Man in the first round, Army of Darkness in the second, Vampires in the third, Train to Busan in the fourth, and Mayhem in the fifth. Uh, I took They Live in the first round, Aliens in the second, The Hitcher in the third, Ready or Not in the fourth, and then Blade in the fifth. This wraps up the action horror draft. Corey, thank you so much for coming on and drafting action horror with us. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. We got to do this again. Absolutely. Yeah. Bring us another category and we'll do it anytime. I love awesome. this. was awesome. Hell yeah. Rock and roll. This was great. Do, do you have uh, anything you, well, while you're here, um, any projects you want to, you want to speak about a little bit and, and shout yeah. outs and places to find you online? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, uh, hardcorey NH. It's a great handle. Uh, my band, uh, Fabricator. If you're into heavy, heavy music, it's uh, really heavy. We a lot of screaming. <laughs> right. Lots, you know. I'm the vocalist, so I do a lot of screaming about like horror movies and you know death and violence. <laughs> 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 got to be if you're in a brutal metal band. I guess that's what you got to do. But you can find my band. Uh, instagram fabricator nh and i think also on facebook you can type do fabricator but pretty much look up fabricator nh be able to find our stuff we've got album on spotify uh yeah all that fun stuff we got a friday 13th show coming up this week that should be fun nice yep i'm gonna be uh i I got a jason costume i'm customizing i saw that yeah (laughs) that's awesome and then the rest of my band's going as camp counselors Oh, perfect. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, they got they got Crystal Lake counselor shirts and then they're gonna wear like really short 80s like shorts and like the high socks. Oh, that's awesome. That's, that's gonna be great. That should be good. So yeah, That'll you can be keep, awesome. Yeah, you can keep an eye out on my band. You know, we'll have some new music coming out soon. Just uh finished up recording an EP. So we'll have a surprise uh EP coming out probably at the beginning of 2024. Hell yeah. Oh, awesome. But, yeah, if you like some heavy, heavy music. Check it out. <laughs> Perfect. That's great, man. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, yeah. Thank you for having me. We've got to do it again. I could come up with any, uh, you know, cook something up. Yeah, cook, <laughs> definitely. yeah. Definitely let us know. Yeah. This sounds awesome. Thank you so much again. And yeah, this was uh, super fun. Yeah. This was a blast. This was a really fun category and a really fun time recording it. So thanks again, Corey. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. You yeah. got it. All right, everybody, that's going to conclude this episode of the Horror Drafts podcast. Uh, Just, you know, follow the show or subscribe to it or whatever, and uh, that'll tell you what the next episode's going to be about because we don't know right now. But it'll just show up in your feed, and it's nice and easy like that. All right, take care. The song you heard in this episode is You Are a Monster by Monroeville Music Center. It's being used under a CCBY Creative Commons license and was accessed from freemusicarchive.org. If you'd like to hear more of Monroeville Music Center, you can find them on Bandcamp, their Facebook page, YouTube, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, Discogs, iHeartRadio, and Deezer. And hey, if you want to reach out and communicate with us, please send an email to horrordraftspod at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at horrordrafts, all one word. We'd love to hear any questions you have for us, suggestions for topics to draft, or ideas for guests. 
especially if you can put us in touch with them. Thanks everyone, and we hope to hear from you soon.